everybody, welcome back to We Are the Batman. My name is Mike. And I think my name is Matthew, unless Warner Brothers has canceled me. I haven't gotten the memo yet, but that still remains to be seen. We're, <laughs> you know, every time we, we try to plan on having a particular episode about something, seems like something else comes up that makes us pause. So uh, this news dropped yesterday, day before, and it's... It's just not fun news, Matt. It's not fun stuff. Well, and it's also one of those, like, they dropped a bit of, not a bomb, not an atomic bomb, but maybe like a missile, and it just seems to be an avalanche. It's like that missile from the first Iron Man movie. It's one missile, and then it opens up, and it's just like across-the-board destruction for no reason whatsoever. So for those who don't know what we're talking about, it it was announced, um, I want to say Tuesday night, late Tuesday that uh warner warner brothers discovery which is now the new company with since the merger of warner brothers and discovery um has announced that batgirl which was from all all accounts about 90 something percent completed um has been pulled from the release schedule altogether this movie was going to be starring leslie grace as batgirl jk simmons returning as james gordon we were going to see brennan frazier come in as firefly um and as apparently the, and it was going to be released on HBO Max and Warner Brothers Discovery has decided that they are pulling it due to the studio's new cost cutting measures and are instead going to just turn it into a tax write off and um you know uh pardon my early language but what the fuck <laughs> I, um just wow i i i can't even wrap my head around this kind of a decision, Matt. Yeah, it's kind of an odd one. And, and like the part of me wants to really get into the Batgirl of it all and the Michael Keaton of it all. But the, mm-hmm. I think I have a larger kind of idea about this. But I don't know where you want to start. Do you want to go with the larger idea then maybe get into the nitty gritty? How do you want to do this? What's your yeah? Let's. What's your what's your kind of broad strokes, big picture idea for why why this is because because it, it's not just Batgirl, but Batgirl's kind of the big one that's really got everybody scratching their head. But yeah, what's your what's your big picture idea on this? I think the big picture idea is that you have to remember that Discovery just combined and or merged and or bought out Warner Brothers, however the hell you want to say that. And what I look at is this. You know, this is originally it was back when they were just canceling Batgirl. But I kind of look at even some of the other stuff they're canceling. Is that DC or the DCFU, the DCEU, whatever you think about these movies, they have not technically been profitable in the last like two or three years. Uh, Wonder Woman 84 did not do very well. The Harley Quinn movie did not do very well. The Suicide Squad movie did not do very well. And now you've got the cluster that is the Flashpoint thing with their lead going, you know, off the rails. And you've got Aquaman 2, which was their biggest money-making film in the last several with Aquaman making over a billion dollars. Now that is in question because of the Amber Heard of it. So now you've got Shazam a movie that did okay the first one, but the sequel maybe works, and Black Adam that they're pushing. But I, I honestly think Discovery is looking at the EU and saying, like, none of this works. None of this is making us money. None of it's doing what it's going to do. So unless Shazam and Black Adam both do over a billion, 
I honestly think that's it. I think it's done. I think they're going to pull the plug of the DCEU and we're never going to go see those other movies. That's my kind of thought process behind it. So let, let me kind of let me kind of generic timeline this shit a little bit. So when the when the Warner Media Discovery merger happened, um, there was a statement that was released about from the new heads of everything who were saying they were looking very closely at the current state of DC and Warner Brothers films, saying they were taking a very big look at pictures they considered to be more in line with it, what they wanted to do. And they specifically name drop things like um, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Batman v Superman, and Matt Reeves' The Batmans. Those were the three examples they dropped, um, yeah. which kind of had everybody going like, oh, okay, okay, all right. It was a l- that little tiny glimmer of, of hope for now we're looking at finally having some like we're going to take a take a closer because the one thing everyone's been saying is someone needs to take a big long look at the dceu and come up with a new plan going forward and it seemed like that's what they were going to do now kind of quietly behind the scenes stuff has slowly been getting pulled from hbo max um stuff's been getting canceled stuff's been, and now and that that wasn't really necessarily big news because that happens on streaming services all the time stuff moves around migrates it's it's not that's not new um the re this one was the one that really kind of shook everyone because partially because um this was you know going to be made specifically for hbo max it was being directed by and i'm going to sabotage the not sabotage but but butcher these names um adil l arby and bilal falah who directed two very good episodes of ms marvel um had directed this film you know, it was a continuation of the DCU. It was the first real like bat movie we were getting since, I mean, I guess Batman v Superman really, because Justice League was kind of an ensemble piece. And it just was, it was also because of Brendan Fraser coming back, like Brendan Fraser as coming back and in, into, into Hollywood. And of course there was the whole thing with Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne going to be in there, which kind of everybody scratching their heads. But again, this was all kind of based on what the hell is going on with Flashpoint and I think what's really got everyone scratching their head the most about this is that they're pulling the plug on this movie, but have still not made any kind of decision in regards to the flash. Yeah. And this is where I think this is a case of we're getting the slow leaks and we'll see how this goes. Cause <clears throat> pardon me. I, I mean, dude, I, I get the tax right of it all. You know, but I mean, who who cans a film at 90% without some kind of dramatic, traumatic situation going on? It's not like somebody died on set. It's not yeah. like, you know, there was some serious situation. It, literally, somebody went, this movie sucks. Let's not finish it. And again, I think I said it to you on Twitter. This is the same company that released Wonder Woman 84 theatrically. They don't have taste. Mm-hmm. I don't think they did release that theatrically. Actually, they, it was both. It was, I think it was the first. The first one that did both. Am I am I wrong on that? I'm actually. I, I think you might actually be wrong on that because it was like peak COVID. Um, yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying. I think they did both. Let me double check here. Uh, <laughs> okay, it did do both. Yeah, it, yeah, did, it did do both. It did. It did a very limited release, and that, that's kind of my thing with talking about the the box office of all this stuff is when you're releasing movies during a pandemic, you're already not going to make the kind of money you thought you were. Yeah. But that does not, 
keep into play the Harley Quinn or the Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn, blah, blah. And the Suicide Squad came, in my opinion, I, I live in Texas, it's a little different world here. In my opinion, once the pandemic was quote unquote over, because people went and saw that. So we're seeing movies by then here. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's just. Uh, well, Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn got hurt by the fact that it still had the stink of Sue with the first Suicide Squad on it, too. Um, it, you know, it was it just, yeah, it's just, it's, it's so I, I understand them wanting to take a look at things because we've been asking for them to say, Hey, this ship needs, right. And we even talked about this on last week's episode when you're we talking about Comic-Con, like they either need to get their shit together or be done, but the studio pulling the plug on a movie to turn it into a tax write off when it's pretty much done and ready to come out anyway it just that just seems like such a especially when you consider the fact that like the actors and the filmmakers are all coming out because they the the director found out because they were they were out out of the country for his wedding yeah he got a text message at his wedding telling him by the way that movie you just worked on is not coming out like they did this without conversations with the cast and the crew. And this wasn't the only movie that got pulled either. There was also, um, I believe, uh, the next Scooby-Doo got pulled. Mm -hmm. There are currently rumblings about them uh, uh, canceling um, Harley Quinn, canceling Blue Beetle, canceling all these other things in production. And it's kind of got everybody going like, what What are you doing? Like, I, I, I think I just said <laughs> it just—it seems like just such a weird business move to, to take tax write-offs on things that are untested, you know. Well, and this is where, I, like I said, I think that the—the, the, in my opinion, it just kind of hit me thinking about it the other day. Is like the, the DCEU has just not been profitable for them at all. And when you have two movies that were supposed to be your big busters, like I said, Aquaman, the first Aquaman is like, I think the only movie in the DCEU that broke a billion. And now uh, you have somebody. Uh, Wonder Woman did. Wonder Woman crossed a billion. The first one? Yeah, the first one oh, did. Oh, yes, you're right, you're right, you're right. But even then, that's six years ago. Yeah. So now the sequel to this movie that you're hoping is going to make a billion has a huge stain on it. The other movie that you're hoping is going to do gangbusters because you're bringing back fan favorites, uh, a la Michael Keaton, its lead is now in question. And I think what you really have here, and dude, like all I keep thinking about is like, that's why they weren't on Cam uh, Comic-Con. That's the oh, only absolutely. reasonable explanation is that they've canned Batgirl for a while. This whole, I think the, I, I really think that they're, that Discovery has just looked at this whole thing and been like, nah forget it just just sleep just clean slate all of this stuff because black adam and shazam are in the can they're done they're completely yeah. and totally done so i think that's the only thing that's saving them and even though i think flashpoint is technically done they're it's, it's been done for a while they yeah. just keep pushing it yeah. um i'll say this though because batgirl was only slated to be released on hbo max if you're looking, and it was also a low budget for a comic book movie, it was only, a, the budget was $90 million. Yeah. That's, that's barely more than what the first Deadpool was made for. If you're looking to make money on this thing, then don't put it out on HBO Max, put it out in theaters. 
Well, and it, I mean, but it also costs to put things in theaters. You have to remember, once you put something in the theater, the budget doubles between marketing, creating the things that go out there with the reels or the platforms, whatever. It, it still costs them money to release a film. Oh, I, I understand that it costs the money to release a film, but then at least, you know, you're going to get direct re, uh, reimbursement on it through actual dollars. Releasing a movie on streaming, I, nobody knows how anyone makes money on that because none of the streaming services release their information. But at least by putting it out in theaters, you know, there's going to be cash exchanging hands. And if this thing turns out, to, plus, again, people were and I can't I cannot undersell this enough. People were very excited to see Brendan Fraser come back. Like, like Brendan Fraser is, is one of those actors. People have been dying for him to get yes. a second chance in Hollywood. And when he was announced as, as playing Firefly in this movie, people got really, really fucking excited. And that alone was going to bring people into this movie. We hadn't even seen a trailer yet for this movie yet. Like, imagine if they had just went ahead and just like, Hey, you know what guys, the movie's almost done already. Anyway, cut together a quick trailer. Cut together a quick like like sizzle reel. Let's throw this out on YouTube or whatever, and let's see how much buzz it gets. And if this thing like crushes on YouTube, these this little trailer, if this thing does like you know several hundred million views in like a twenty four hour span, screw it. Let's put this thing out in theaters because people are obviously into this. It just it. I yeah, but it, if you had that confidence, we would have had a Batgirl trailer at Comic Con. Yeah, and I mean, so straight up. But I think that I think that what that what I'm getting at is this feels like an overreaction. Do I understand the the business practices behind it? Yes. Do I think that this was a you guys went all the way to the worst? You you guys went to protocol zero. Okay, you guys went all the way to DEFCON 1 on this thing. You, you could have baby-stepped this a little bit. You could have just put some more feelers out to see if there was an interest, if there was, if people were interested in this, and then put out, like I said, uh, a one-minute little teaser just to see if people if, if people liked the way this thing was and if they were like, holy shit, this looks really cool and really good and we're excited to see uh, Brendan Fraser back and and you know what Leslie Graves looks like she's gonna crush it as Batgirl J.K. Simmons as, as Gordon looks awesome you know what yeah we're into this and you can be like hey you know what maybe we should give this movie a release but uh -huh. to go to go all the way to we're almost done with it like it's 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 90 something percent done to we're pulling the plug all together like that it, it just it's such seems like such an overreaction to a problem that this movie wasn't a part of you know what i mean well, and that's where there's part of me going like was it that bad <laughs> that's, that's, hey, well that's know? what i'm saying like for for them that all everything you're saying is correct because yeah link a trailer see if somebody wants to see it that's but, how deadpool got made that's how deadpool, that's got, how deadpool got made but like I said, if they feel like it's that bad and they don't even want to do that, I mean, that, see, that's, that's another thing that could be the telltale of what's happening. And that could very well be as well. And then that kind of goes back to what I said last week in our Comic-Con conversation, which is they need to stop playing things so freaking close to the chest and just be honest. Because in every every 
piece official release that has come out about this Batgirl thing have all said this was strictly a tax write-off like that's all the only reason to do is just is just to get a tax write off on it and relook at our finances. Okay, fine. But if it the actual problem was, hey, we just had no faith in this movie whatsoever, my response to that then is how could you know that if no one's seen anything from it? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You know, they put out the first little teaser for Guardians of the Galaxy when they had shot maybe 10 minutes of, of footage for this film, the teaser was nothing more than them going through being checked in, you know, in the lineup and he flips off the camera. That was it. That was the whole teaser. And people were like, holy crap, this looks funny. Yeah. You know, the, the, the first, the first despicable me movie, the only teaser that came out for it was a minion on a white screen turning the little cow can that moves and giggling like a moron. I saw that teaser in theaters and said, I have no idea what this movie is about, but I have to see it. Huh. Like the first Dark Knight teaser. It was voices. Yeah, it was a bat logo and voices. And so if you're going to say you have no faith, if, if, the, if the issue is they had no faith in it, then they absolutely should have put some kind of teaser or sizzle reel out. Because yeah. just because you have no faith in it, no one's seen anything from it. And the fact that they're calling it a tax write-off is the part that really irks me because what a lot of people don't realize is that by by not releasing this for the purposes of a tax write-off, that means they can never, ever, ever release it. Ever. Correct. Because Correct. The, the minute they do, the IRS will have their ass. They can't release this as a bonus feature on a DVD. They can't release this as an exclusive on YouTube. It can never see the light of day or else the IRS will have them by the balls. Yeah. And that, to me, as a fan, is problematic because that has me saying – I can never trust anything Warner Brothers or DC says is coming because the minute they find themselves looking at the dollars and cents or whatever, they'll just pull something. You know, it, it almost feels to me like they're setting a scary precedent, you know, uh, because because I understand that this was pr the pre-merger. They could have pulled this kind of crap with the Snyder Cut. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's the kind of dangerous precedent I'm talking about is all the work that these people did now, not only is it not going to be released in an official sense, it can legally never see the light of day. And that is putting a lot of people in a lot in a very precarious position. Yeah. Well, and this is where I have two, like one, I mean, not to be weird, but for the last eight, nine years that the DC, FU, EU, whatever it's called is, is it, how many different projects have been announced that never see the light of day? How yeah. many of them have they talked about it that doesn't, you know, there was supposed to be a Batgirl movie eight, nine years ago or six years ago. I mean, I think that was just a ruse to get um, Joss Whedon on, on the lot and people not wonder why he was there uh, before Pretty he much. took over Justice League. But I mean, I think that this is where um it's just a weird thing. It's a weird, like, you're right. Why not just finish it? How much does it cost to finish it and put it on HBO Max um, if you're not going to do theatrically? Or what about the rest of these projects? And I, that's where 
having this discovery involved now, I'm really wondering, like, are they just, that's, I mean, that's my theory. So they're just like, none of this works. Release the things that are completely, totally done. And then we're calling it a day. We're swiping the slate clean. And next year we're going to do something completely different. I'm really curious if that's what's happening. And the worst part for me is personally is like, I'm not saying this is correct, but there's a part of Twitter and a part of narrative out there that is like, you know, yeah, why is this, uh, why is this happened to this project and nothing else? Because, you know, so, like they're kind of leaning toward there's a racism thing going on here. You know, the whole get woke, get broke had definitely went all over the place when they announced this thing. Um, yeah. And I don't buy into that at all as far as personally. But there's a part of it that goes like, you guys want to say that you're not canceling it because you have a black lead? Uh, it sure looks like that. <laughs> It does. It's it's very suspicious that so you've got one movie that's being led by a, a, a Latina female and that's getting pulled before it's even completed. You've got another movie being led by a white male who has been caught assaulting people, grooming underage children, supplying them with drugs, evading the police and his you're still planning on releasing. I mean, are they? That's that's my thing. That's, as, okay, as far as yes. we know, <laughs> they're still planning on releasing it. Like yeah. that, and that, that's my point. Is you're all fine and well to make an official statement about this movie, but the one with the you know violent child groomer, that one you're still like, eh, we'll see. Yeah, eh, we'll see. It it it. <sighs> And it's not just and it was, it's not just uh, a backer like to, to get a little bit more, more nitty gritty of this. So um, they have announced ma massive cutbacks with operations, including they've cut they've cut development in most of Europe and removed a lot of original series from production in the territory. They have cut live action children's programming. They've scrapped Batgirl. They scrapped the next Scooby Doo movie. They've removed several HBO Max original films from the platform entirely. Um, and it's got a lot of people wondering, are they even going to keep HBO Max? Because it's because they originally talked about how they were going to fold the Discovery Plus and Discovery content in with the Warner Brothers content. Everyone kind of assumed it was all going to go to HBO Max because HBO Max is kind of kicking all the other streaming services asses right now. Um, and now it's got everybody wondering, are they just going to get rid of HBO Max altogether? And if they I'm, do, that's dumb. Like well, that is just dumb. Yeah, but are they? And this is where I don't know enough about this, but I'm just uh, maybe you do. Like I know that the content is really good for some people, but right. do they have the subscriptions? Like I know when they released the Justice League Snyder Cut, they got a huge upswing in subscriptions, but. Has that maintained the same amount of what everybody else is doing? So I don't like Disney Plus is out of control. They're they're going through the roof. Yeah, but that's the Star Wars thing, which you know whatever. But um, as of April of this year, they have seventy six point eight million users. Okay. Um, which I'm trying to get um the rankings here, but I think that's like the top two. Um, but so. 
HBO Max subscriber numbers. Let's see here. All right. So according to this from April, Netflix has 220.7 million. Amazon Prime has 175 million. Disney Plus has 137.7 million. Tencent Video has 124 million. What is Tencent Video? I have no idea. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm taking HBO Max is at 76.8 million. So they are of this list. One, two, three, four, five, six, seventh on the list. Just under Google. (laughs) Just over Google. Paramount has the least. Well, that's not surprising at all. So a couple things. Uh, I take Amazon Prime off that list only because how many of those subscribers are actually using Prime Video and how many of them are just getting the shipping? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I put a big old asterisk next to that number. I don't know what the hell Tencent Video is. I've never heard of that in my life. Um, Uh, That is because it is exclusively basically in Asia. Okay, see see that right there? That's... And, and see, that's the other thing, too, is HBO Max is only in the U.S. Yes. I, I will point that out. All the other ones are global. HBO Max is exclusive in the U.S. Well, no, it's, so. it's, according to this, U.S., Puerto Rico, Latin America, Caribbean, Nordic, Spain, and Andorra, Netherlands, Portugal, Central, and Eastern Europe. So not completely worldwide, but a little more than... It's not It's not as... It used to be, not as used to be yeah. U.S. only, but it's not nearly as global as the others, um, which might... <laughs> why their numbers are where they're at but still like that's the other thing you got to look at too uh, what i'm curious about is retention because in my opinion in terms of like programming content catalog hbo max has the best and so i'm wondering how many people like you mentioned joined up because of the snyder cut but then stuck around because they were like hey there's some cool shit on here Um, I, i mean the snyder cut is what made me look at it and then looking at the other content i was like no i'll stay but I'll be honest, like, like it's it's getting it's almost on the cutting on the on the cutting block cutting block. I, block. Know, I, I love it. They got so much on there for me. Like I'm using it right now to go back. Like I use it to watch John Oliver. I use it to go back and rewatch like South Park, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Who's Line. They got such. They have really good uh, original content on there. Um, I don't know. This all just feel. But also, you can't tell me that it's doing better than Discovery Plus. You know yeah. what I mean? Or, yeah. or that it's not. Like, you can't tell me Discovery Plus is doing so much better that they're like, hey, let's get rid of HBO Max in place of no. Discovery. No, 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 no. They have no. 24 million, according to yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Don't even, yeah, let's not even joke. Um, it's not even, um, it's just, I don't know. It. Well, and this is where, are they going to do, like, the umbrella thing? Like, they're just going to pull HBO Max. Because remember, HBO Max isn't exactly the original No, it's thing. not. There was no. DC online for the law for like a year and a half, and then once HBO Max started getting more traction, they shifted everything over. So it's possible they're going to do that again, whether they put Discovery Plus under HBO Max or vice versa. I mean that that's what we don't know. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's all weird. It all doesn't make any sense. But it, it really, to me, when I read it, I mean, the more other content gets canceled. It does, in my opinion, lead more toward maybe they're just getting rid of HBO Max and not just the DCFU. But it, it it's it's reading like that. I mean, again, going retrospect, 
to me, that's the only thing that makes sense about why they only had Shazam and Black Adam at um, at Comic Con. Well, especially now, seeing all this go down a yeah. week ago, a week ago it didn't make any sense at all. Yeah, if, but so, if they're starting to just start cutting stuff, it's like okay, but don't start. But I'm also in the mindset of like, don't start canceling stuff till you got something to replace it with. You know, if but that's what I'm saying. If they're going to get rid of HBO Max, what do they care? Oh, no, I'm talking about like like the movies and stuff in general. Oh, like, yeah. Don't start, don't start cutting projects and then be like, we're making these go away. Okay, cool. What are you replacing them with? Like then, like then what's the plan after that? Because to me, this is just this just reeks of the same BS we've had for years, which is there's no plan. They're yes. just living in the moment. Correct. Yeah. So if they're doing this because they've got a plan, I want to know what that plan is. And if they don't have a plan, then they need to pump the brakes until they have a plan. And, you yeah. know, it's, it's maybe they're trying to figure out a plan, you know, but I, I, that's that's all I thought about the other day, thinking about, like, the, the lack of profitability of the DCFU movies over the last several years. Maybe that's what they're doing. Like, they can't stop. They're not going to not release two movies they've already completed, which is Shazam and... Um, and um, like Adam, that right. don't have anything tarnishing it. You know what I mean? But even it just I don't know. It just it just yeah. something about this stinks. Something about this just stinks. Yeah. And and I I really hope like I'm still not I'm not even after this conversation I am not happy about any of this. And I really hope that there's some level of clarity that comes out really freaking soon mm -hmm. because right now this just stinks. And, and I, and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Cause it just, it sets a weird precedent and it makes me really uneasy about what's going to happen going forward. Yeah. Well, cause the other thing too, is like, you know, some people were wondering like the previous years, like, Hey, are they saving stuff for DC fandom? But there's not even a DC fandom this year. No, we, we talked about it last week. They have yet to announce one and it's August now. Yeah. So if they were going to, A, I think we had it about this time the last couple of years, didn't we? Correct. Because the first DC fandom is when they did the first Batman trailer. Yeah. So, DC fandom in the past. Yeah, is, um, yeah, I'm trying to find. Let me see here. Yeah. So, October. Uh, so the first, yeah, the first one was in August. The second one was in October. But it's just like, if they were going to have one, they would have announced it by now. Yeah. So, but at this point, I don't really want a DC fandom. I just want someone from Warner Media, you know, Warner Discovery to come out and say, okay, here's why we're doing what we're doing and here's our plan. Because yeah. right now it just feels like they're making moves without a plan. And that's been the problem since day one is they have no plan. You know, we had heard rumblings that, that they're, they were going to be announcing who was going to be their quote unquote Kevin Feige. Yeah. To kind of, and now it just seems like they're just abandoning ship. And I don't know. I, I'm, I'm one of those. I'm, I'm like, if you're going to, if you're going to abandon ship, at least finish the, the job you set out to do, yeah. you know, don't leave people hanging who put a lot of work into something. And now their work means nothing. Yeah. You Even know? universal was like, no, nope, the money sucks. We're not doing the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. But, at least, but, but they didn't have anything else in production at least. Like like shooting hadn't even started on any of those other pictures. That's this true. movie was this movie was basically done. 
Yeah. And and to me, it's just a big crap on the people that worked hard to make this movie that now not only is it not going to be released, it can never be released. And well, it's that that's the part that really sticks in my craw is like there's no hope that someday down the road people might get to see this. It's like, no, no one will ever see this movie. Well, and the thing too that kind of makes me think about this is like it's not like Miss Marvel was like lambasted and everybody hated it. Everybody loved that show. It's freaking good. That's why. So like ride that with these directors. You know what I mean? Hey, you like that from the directors of Miss Marvel comes Seriously. Girl. Seriously. Cause they directed the premiere and the finale of Ms. Marvel, two episodes of that show that were beloved by people. Those were probably two of the best, two of two of the best episodes in the season. And the whole season was pretty damn good, honestly. So you put out a teaser with these guys and say from the directors of Ms. Marvel, then people are already going to be interested. Not to mention that you've got uh, Christina Hodson, who was writing this thing. And Christina Hodson, she worked on um, uh, Unforgettable, Bumblebee and Birds of Prey, um, all of which. You know, not a lot of people went to go see Birds of Prey, but it was very well received. Like it didn't make a lot of money at the box office because everybody was like, eh, whatever, Suicide Squad. But the ones who did see it were like, hey, this movie is actually pretty good. Um, so it's just it's just it's a weird, weird, weird situation. Yeah. And I don't yeah. like it. I don't yeah. I don't like it, Matt. <laughs> and it's and it's unsettling, to be honest with you. It's right. very unsettling. It's just it's just it's it's a just all the rumors and all the rumblings of stuff going on behind the scenes. And this was nowhere on anyone's radar. No, nowhere on anybody's radar. But so again, in retrospect, it makes, it makes a San Diego comic-con make a lot more sense. Yeah, It makes, <laughs> it makes comic-con make a lot more sense, but honestly, I don't like that. It's yeah. so I just, yeah. Um, I'm really curious to hear what the people think. So if you guys want to let us know what you think of this whole situation, if you're heated like I am, however you're feeling, you know, let let us know. You can let us know uh, in the comments. Uh, you can let us know in a review. You can let us know at our Twitter, which is at We Are The Batman. It's pretty easy to remember. Um, you can let us know there. Or you can also let me know. Let us know directly on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Mike Shea. You can find me at Mr. J Ninja. And we'll be back again next time with, uh, who knows? Who knows what we're going to be back with next time here on We Are The Batman. No matter what, it's going to be positive. We're not talking about news next time. We'll just do something fun. No, no. We, we, <laughs> we made this decision to start talking about the news, and just just terrible news came out. So next time we're talking about puppies named Batman or something. There I don't we know. Go. We got this. We got it. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Bye-bye.